One time years ago, I was in TJ Maxx, was gonna try on some clothes. He pointed me to the men's. I took the clothes, put them on the, you know, return rack and walked right out. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm not dealing with it, you know? Yeah. But I didn't make a big stink of it either, you know? So, but, you know. It's gotta be very challenging though, when you're out in public and someone sees you not as you are and makes a judgment Mm -hmm. and pushes you to something that doesn't fit. Um, And I think for a lot of trans folks that we see at Marty's Closet, you know, going to a store and having something like that happen would be severely debilitating and devastating. And some have had that happen. And I don't know. I mean, just stores and dressing rooms. and Or even shopping in the men's section as a trans man. And if somebody looks at you and they're like, that's not... Right. You shouldn't mm-hmm. be buying those clothes or just worrying about how people are perceiving you just shopping by yourself. You're not even asking for help. You're just, sure. just let me pick out the pants I want to wear and the shirt I want to wear. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I think there's a lot of anxiety around that. And I'm glad that we have a space that people can come and, yeah, and do that amazing. safely. You know, um, it is. So, you know, but a lot of stores, I think, you know, if they, you know, I'm thinking like, I don't shop. Honestly, I usually shop just at the Goodwills a lot mm-hmm. because, you know, and I'm banned from buying new shoes at Goodwill because I have like over 16 pairs of tennis shoes <laughs> because we're only $4.75 and they're almost a brand new pair and they fit me, right? Then I can yeah. wear a different pair that matches. Every so day I, you pick a different pair, right? <laughs> so, yeah, you know, so a little bit of a shoe addiction. That, but, okay. That's yeah. Crazy. I can, yeah. We yeah. all have yeah, something. We all have a thing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hello, everybody. This is Jack, the co-host of the podcast. And I just wanted to take a quick minute to tell you all about our really exciting survey opportunity that we have. Um, This is the first ever LGBTQ plus survey that has been done in the state of South Dakota. So that's super exciting. If you are part of the community and you're over the age of 18, please, please take a few minutes after listening to our podcast to participate and have your voice heard. This is going to change access to healthcare. Um, It's going to change the way that you have access to services in the state of South Dakota. And if you know of anybody else who could benefit from taking the survey, please let them know. There will be a link in the description. Thank you. So So, tell us about coming out and being your authentic self. Yeah, that's a good story because I was forced to come out. When I worked at eAssurance, I started there uh, January 2004. And it was 2008 where I started dressing more as a woman. And at that point, I would use just the locker rooms because I could do my thing. I didn't stand anymore. I sat down. And, of course, you know, they had one sit stall and one stand stall. And Well, you know, after a while, guys saw, you know, somebody in heels beside them. And they, you know, went to HR and HR came to me and said, you know, do you need to transition? I said, yes, but because I knew family wasn't going to be initially supportive. And their response was, don't worry about that. We're going to take a new picture for our intranet. We're going to change the name on your key fab. We'll change your email. And don't use locker rooms for a day because we had a little gymnasium. Don't use the locker rooms for a day because we're going to change your key fab, you know, over to the women's. Wow. Yeah, and that's I was amazing. Like, okay. And this was in 2008. Yeah. And here in Sioux Falls? In Sioux Falls. Wow. Yes, 100%. <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And so, and you can kind of imagine when they said that, I said, what if somebody has an issue? Patty's response, they shouldn't be working at insurance. Now, wow. <laughs> when wow. I brought like a little ice cream bucket full of cookies, you know, a week before Christmas on 2009, it was like gone in a flash. So you can imagine the support I got next year. I mean, it was four buckets of cookies in the final year. I gave away two cutting boards and I gave away 10 jars of pickles, but had mental notes that I need to give away another 10 jars of pickles. <laughs> so, I mean, they're so supportive. And to this day, you know, I go out to places and they know me, but I don't, you know, remember them. So, sure. and I suppose it's because I delivered cookies, right? And people yeah. wanted to give me money and it would cost me usually somewhere around $160, $180 plus, you know, after I got off work Monday through Friday, I'd make cookies. And then I'd probably spend a good 12 hours Saturday and Sunday. I wanted them fresh. You know, a roommate wow. said, well, you could freeze them. What? <laughs> you don't freeze cookies, you know, not when you're giving them to people that give you that much support, you know. Mm -hmm. That's great. That's amazing. And another HR, Julia, when she left, oh, my gosh, I was a ball and fool because when uh, we had cowboy days, it was free food with, you know, uh, hamburgers, brats. And I guess she was a smoker and kids were out in the smoke shack making fun of me. She turns to them and says, you do that again, you'll be terminated immediately. Wow. And so, you you know, when she left, I was like, you know, I'm going to be emotional wow. because they gave me my life where I am today. And her husband still worked, still works at insurance slash Allstate, handed a jar of pickles to him. Half hour later, he hands me the jar empty. <laughs> do you want it back? <laughs> what an ally she was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, and then one time, you know, we advertised in gay wheels and all that because, you know, insurance was one of the first in auto insurance companies that would give, you know, domestic partner, do domestic partners the same rate as married, mm. you know, so at least in the States we were allowed to, but for the most part, yeah, you didn't have to be married. If you're male, male, female, female, you got the same as a marriage rate. And I felt so bad because I had a lesbian couple. And I said, once you get married, let us know. But they're already getting the discount because they were both listed as domestic partners. Mm. And I only figured that out after they got off the phone. But, <laughs> you know, but Whoops. yeah, work is. And so you still work there. I still do. Awesome. We're, you know, this uh, Sioux Falls is now closed. But you can bet when they had a going away party this March and it was snowing like a banshee, they didn't want people to come in. Even though when we had to work there, I mean, you came in come hell or high water, right? <laughs> <laughs> so one time when I was at work, uh, somebody was having car trouble and I kind of interjected. And, you know, and then a little bit after I did that, I like, mm, I had a sinking feeling. And I, you know, that man, you know, because at that time I was like trying to fit the mold of a woman, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I posted that on Facebook and one of my coworkers said, if that's the definition of a woman, I fail miserably. Yeah, I think a lot of trans people have that. Like when you mm -hmm. first come out, you think you have to, you know, if you're if you're transitioning to male, then you think you have to just be hyper masculine. And if you're yeah. trans, you know, transitioning to female, you can only do stuff that mm -hmm. stereotypically females would do. Mm -hmm. And, I, you know, it takes people time to realize, you know, women also do all those things. Men also do, mm -hmm. you know, we we all do all kinds of things. 100%. And, yeah. Just be the best. Working on be. cars doesn't make you more masculine or less feminine or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I'm glad you figured of, that out. One time, 
back and when my parents were having the crate, you know, or the, uh, you know, didn't understand phase, they paid $125 for a half an hour, half hour consult with this psychologist. And I zoned out through most of it. But what I do remember, well, you couldn't play sports to kid. And that's why you bought to be a woman. Oh, Whoa. <laughs> so wow. then I go to my parents and say, your nephews, if they start getting into sewing or cooking, your nieces better not be mechanics. Otherwise, guess what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, it's just uh, like some people, their minds are just, you know, and it's like, I'm just mad that they paid that much money to, you know, for <laughs> yeah. the Joker. But, you know, it was so. Mm, how unfortunate that he's spewing that to other people as yeah, well. You know, my goodness. So. You know, the best we can do is just, you know, be ourselves. And, you know, like one time years ago, I was in TJ Maxx, was going to try on some clothes. He pointed me to the men's. I took the clothes, put them on the, you know, return rack and walked right out. Mm. I'm like, I'm not dealing with it, you know? Yeah. But I didn't make a big stink of it either, you know? So, but, you know. It's going to be very challenging, though, when you're out in public and someone sees you not as you are. And makes a judgment mm-hmm. and pushes you to something that doesn't fit. Um, and I think for a lot of trans folks that we see at Marty's Closet, you know, going to a store and having something like that happen would be severely debilitating and devastating. Sure. And some have had that happen. And I don't know. I mean, just stores and dressing rooms and or even shopping in the men's section as a trans man and if somebody looks at you and they're like that's not you shouldn't Mm -hmm. be buying those clothes or just worrying about how people are perceiving you just shopping by yourself you're not even asking for help you're just just let me pick out the pants i want to wear and the shirt i want to wear and Mm -hmm. so yeah i think there's a lot of anxiety around that and i'm glad that we have a space that people can come and yeah do that safely you know um it is. So, you know, but a lot of stores, I think, you know, if they, you know, I'm thinking like, I don't shop. Honestly, I usually shop just at the Goodwills a lot mm-hmm. because, you know, and I'm banned from buying new shoes at Goodwill because I have like over 16 pairs of tennis shoes <laughs> because we're only $4.75 and they're almost a brand new pair and they fit me, right? Then I can yeah. wear a different pair that matches. Every so day I, you Pick a different pair, right? <laughs> so, yeah, you know, so a little bit of a shoe addiction. That, but okay. That's yeah. I can, yeah. We yeah. all have yeah, something. We all have a thing. Mm-hmm. That or now it's uh, the addition I moved into is cookie jars. We had, really? uh, mm-hmm. as a kid, we had the treasure craft kind. It was a teapot, and I found one of those at Savers years ago, exactly the same. And so I go to the antique malls, and I don't like to spend a lot of money, but. I'll have to bring up a photo on my phone, but beside a, a clock that I made that has my two grandmas on it, I have three rows of cookie jars and then another shelf of cookie jars beside that. And in my <laughs> workshop, I made a clock of my two grandpas and I 3D printed some hands that looked like saw blades. Wow. That so, sounds very cool. Yeah. yeah. So... You're very, uh, very gifted at many, many things. <laughs> Lots of talents. So. <laughs> you can bake mm. and you can fix things like and everything That's in between. Incredible. And friends are like, hey, can you do the brakes in my car for just a meal out? I'm like, anymore. I'm like, no, you're going to pay me a little more than that, you know, because <laughs> my time is worth more than that. That's you right. know. So, um, 
but yeah, I help friends where I can. So saving them some money on stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, I, I've never had her. The only time I had a guy come to my house was it was like I end of March and it was like 30 below and snowing and my furnace didn't turn on. And I'm not a furnace person, but yeah. he came in, blew through a, a check valve and I saw what was wrong. And the next time we went out to replace the, you know, check valve mm-hmm. thing that was 30 bucks and it fixed it. So, yeah, you know, but I'm also a big component of right to repair. Somebody goes, well, well, I don't fix stuff. Well, I said, it's easy. Do you want to pay a hundred dollars to have something fixed or 2000? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if one company controls, you know, like John Deere or whoever, or GM where they wanted to, or Toyota wanted to have heated seats, but wanted you to pay, there's a button in the center council and the seats right here. And they want you to pay money for that. Come on. <laughs> that's somebody getting greedy, <laughs> right? You know, that's stupid yeah. to me, but that's why we have to, you know, but, you know, I like all the companies that are recently, you know, coming out, you know, pro-trans kind of thing. Because really, I don't want extra rights. I just want the same rights. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of sad because when I say the same rights, does that mean I'm supposed to get a job as a woman and get paid less? Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you really want that same right? No. Yeah. You but know, really, you, you want to be able to. Equal. Equal rights. Mm-hmm. That's it. Go to We're your not job. asking for anything special. Yep. Do your yeah, job. 100%. Oh. Is there anything else you want to share with us about, you know, being trans in South Dakota or transition or um, support or allyship or any of any subject about that? Yeah. I mean, it's been pretty good because, you know, I go back to see my parents here in the northern part of the state. Dad's a... Uh, Will be an 81-year-old part-time farmer. <laughs> Farms 2,300 acres yet. So wow. Um, but yeah, he runs a grain cart and two other people run uh combines and somebody else runs a semi. So, but um, you know, when I go back there, I usually don't have, you know, knock on, you know, wood. Mm-hmm. Haven't had issues so far. Small town's been good, though I'd not really super friends with my, you know, old classmates. Mm-hmm. So um, but you know, but yeah, um, I go back, see my cousins in town, you know, cause we're a family farm. My dad farmed with my uncle and then my uncle in town would come out after school and help do stuff. And he does that now. So yeah, I, I feel like you don't really think about being trans that much. You just live in your life and like pretty doing much, your thing yeah. and absolutely true. Yeah. Like it's you're just you really. and this is who you are and mm-hmm. And if somebody doesn't get me, you know, I just, you know, okay. so what? Yeah. You've you know? got a lot of other people that do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, definitely. Um, and, you know, what I really first discovered is when, we, you know, the Internet first was born, like, 95, 96. Because that's when I started getting online. And, you know, and I kind of wish I would have transitioned then. But, you know, all things go. And, you know. It happens it, when it can. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I knew, you know, family would take a bit to come around, but, you know, eventually it did. And that's why, you know, you just keep lines of communication open. And, you know, and I'm the sole IT person for my dad, you know, he owns a, <laughs> you know, he's got QuickBooks and we make sure he's backed up not only on his local computer, but online in case, you know, his computer go down and good story on that. So he was, you know, his computer was two years old. And I'm like, you know, you use this for the business and, you know. He, when he buys a 
you know, like a new new to him combine, which is, you know, $300,000. I'm like, you know, he, he said, man, you got something cheaper than 800. I said you could, but then, you know, in a couple of years, you know, you'll have to upgrade instead of want to upgrade. And he pulled up a quick report in QuickBooks that said he had spent $247,000 on herbicide. He's like, I can afford an $800 yeah. computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. In know. the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yep. Yeah. And, you know, it keeps him running because, man, if, you know, what would happen if come January, as I think he has to have, you know, taxes done by February, I think, being a farm, you know, what sure. would happen if his QuickBooks file is destroyed and he had to. You know, read all that data. Figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. 100%. So, but Sounds yeah. like you're a great daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, family was, you know, I had a tough childhood and it was partially because I probably, you know, I knew back then who I was too, you know, way back mm-hmm. from the, you know, when I would be watching, you know, like uh, David Letterman and then, you know, I'd have the VCR set to record. Who was it? <laughs> Sally, Jesse, Raphael, mm-hmm. you know, we're one Big of the glasses. I remember her glasses. I drive race cars, <laughs> you know, was one of, you know, of course I recorded that on the tape. As soon as I saw the program, turn the you know station to fuzz and recorded over it. Cause I didn't want anybody else to see it, but yeah. you know, yeah. but yeah. So I knew back then who I was. So, yeah. And I think, you know, cause of that, you know, I kind of got some guff in school, but mm-hmm. You know, that's past me and now I'm here, you know, and I met friends when I went to college that, you know, one friend that I'm still with, you know, 32 years. So that's amazing. That That is amazing. So. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Well, Very thank cool. you for coming in and oh, sharing about yeah. yourself with us. Yeah, you're a you. light. I try to be, you know, I try to, you know, some days it's, uh, you know. So, so tell yeah. us about um, transaction. Yeah. <laughs> right now, we're not doing so much. We're kind of on the sidelines a little bit because we can't get our stuff together. But back in the day, what was it? I think 2017, we had got a grant and did 30 name changes. Mm. And so we went to Rapid City and we did 15. I we gave him a check for the paper and also for the, uh, you know, as well as for the court costs. So, mm-hmm. and you be amazed. We gave him a check. All they had to do was cash it. That's it. And set up the date for the court filing. And here it's two, three months later, they haven't cashed. It. And we're like, you know, somebody else would gladly take it if you don't want it. So exactly. you better get her cashed, you know. <laughs> well, I remember when my son came out and I was researching, you know, is there anything in South Dakota? Mm-hmm. And I saw this group transaction and I started to meet all of you and was just so grateful for the things that you were doing in the community. And I know that you had a support group for trans adults mm-hmm. and, you know, a lot of people found community over the years because of that group, um, because there were just was nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. So Thank you for your work on that. Oh, you're welcome. Um, it's a beautiful thing to see that, you know, there are resources available for, there were resources available for trans adults mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to spend with us. You can find out more about our organization at transformationprojectsd.org and on all the socials at SD Transform Proj, like P-R-O-J. If you have questions, thoughts, or opinions, or have someone in mind who may like to share their story with us, email us at podcast at transformationprojectsd.org. If this episode has been helpful to you in any way, we hope that you'll share it with those in your circle. There are so many great resources available if you happen to be struggling with suicidal thoughts. You can head to thetrevorproject.org or you can call and text 988 and you will be connected to trained counselors that will listen, understand how your problems are affecting you, provide support and connect you to the resources needed if necessary. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next week.